Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. Thank you, Irving, and hello, everyone, and welcome to the actual episode 136 of Tornado Tag Radio here on NOTLG.com. We are going to talk about NXT TakeOver Brooklyn thrice, SummerSlam, Raw, SmackDown. We have some late-breaking news and some older news, and uh, if all goes according to plan, we will have some questions from Facebook and Twitter. My name is John, and joining me this week, as always, is the Chad Gable to my Shelton Benjamin, Marianne. Benjamin, there's an R in there. Benjamin. There we go. What's up? What's going on? Is this how we're introing the show? Strange, now? What a strange tag team to pick, to be honest. I mean, it's brand new. It it's hasn't true, even but happened yet. We are yet. not brand new, John. No, we're not. We're 136 in. Last last uh, week, I announced that it was episode 136, and then I looked at how many podcasts we had when I was editing, and we only had 134. So, whoops, my bad, everyone. How are you? I'm good. I'm sleepy, I guess. Right. I don't know. Like, the last couple of days at work have been boring as fuck. Like, I really just want to lay my head down and sleep because I don't have anything to do. Yeah. But um, it's just been really boring. I mean, I'm I'm getting ready for BOLA. Yep. Helped Antonia pick out some outfits for her photo shoot this weekend. Went to Rubio's Los Rubio's with you. We did. A surprise Marianne was brought to my uh, person yesterday. Yeah, Antonia came over to go pick through my closet and pick out a bunch of weird things. She almost took out the Reno scum shirt just because it said scum. She goes, ooh, scummy, was what she said. And I was like, no, that's a wrestling shirt. <laughs> She's like, wait, are all of these wrestling shirts? And I just stared at her. <laughs> Good call. She doesn't like wrestling. Oh, side note though, she totally thinks Cesaro is gorgeous. Oh, um, you just this made the is... list. There we go. No, I was just posing in triumphant. Oh. Tony and I agreed on a man for <sighs> once, and it is Cesaro. Um, but she picked through my closet, and then I helped her put together a bunch of outfits for her photo shoot, and then we went to eat with you, and then I watched Raw at her house, and she wasn't overly critical of wrestling. Wow, yeah. unbelievable, shocking. Uh. Oh, so I, I stated uh, last week on the podcast that I was he heading down LA way to do an interview slash podcast with our friends over at Geek Say What Network, uh, the Geek Offensive, episode 21, my God, it's John Pingle. You can check it out over on, on their, just uh, follow them on Twitter, Geek Say What, and, or on Facebook, Geek Say What, and you should find the links there. We we shared it out on our Twitter it was a lot of fun. We we talked the about the episode is very good. Thank you. We talked about other things briefly, and then wrestling was brought up, and then that was basically the end of the podcast. We talk about a lot of different things, so go check it out. It was fun, a lot of fun. I'm probably gonna go do that podcast again in the somewhat distant future. Don't want to ruin the John Pingle magic. Yeah, you don't want to like kill it. No, gotta stay. Gotta stay 
out of it, John. It was a really good episode, though. I laughed a lot. John John made a Celine Dion reference. I was real proud I of did. him for it. Pretty great. Thank you to my sister Christine for the sleepover she had for her birthday, where they played that CD at full volume until four in the morning. Excellent, and little sisters. <laughs> that's why I know. So we got a lot to get to now. We do. As I yawn. Yeah, as you yawn, as one does, as you do, apparently. When they are sleepy, as we are the sleepy. NXT TakeOver Brooklyn, shall we talk about it? No, yes. You did watch it, yes? No, I didn't. I was working. Okay, so I will talk about NXT TakeOver. Yes, talk about it. Um, I thought it was a pretty good show, top to bottom. Actually, I'd say the top was a little meh for me, honestly. I wasn't really invested in the Drew McIntyre Bobby Roode match. It was all right for what it was. Uh, let's see here. The uh, Andrade Almas Johnny Gargano match was great. I enjoyed the entire thing. It was a lot of fun. The finish was cool with the throwing of the DIY shirt and Andrade getting a pretty big win because he doesn't really win at uh, anything. So good for him. I enjoyed that match a lot. The sanity taking on the authors but of... also because it's Johnny Gargano and yes, you love him. Yes, I do love Johnny Gargano. So his new, shirt, his new shirt's great. I really like it, but it's also red, so I don't know if I will be buying it. Uh, sanity taking on the authors of Pain. This match was, it was pretty good. I was kind of excited to see Killian Dane in there wrestling, but Sanity pulled a fast one on it, and Eric Young was the other member of Sanity that was taking on Authors of Pain. I enjoyed the entire match. It was a lot of fun. Alexander Wolf's great. I think he's very good. And He's the German one, right? Yes. Well, duh. And uh, Sanity gets a, in my opinion, a surprise win over the Authors of Pain, who are probably more than likely heading up to the main roster, I would assume, with Paul Ellering in tow. I, I wouldn't actually be surprised if they are the people who have been attacking Breezango. That would be great, and I think it would be better that they went to SmackDown anyways because you can't have two Pauls, two ad, two Paul advocates on one show. Fair, fair enough. Alistair Black versus Hideo Itami with uh, JR on commentary. Uh, this match was pretty brutal. A lot of kicks, a lot of good stuff that we would come to expect from Alistair Black and Hideo Itami. Uh, Alistair Black with the black mass out of nowhere to end the match. Very good match. His uh, He had the band, I believe they're called Agent Orange, playing him to the ring. That was pretty sweet. They had all the candles set up, and there was just smoke everywhere. It looked really badass, and it was good stuff. That sounds amazing, except all the people that have like asthma and breathing problems. Yeah, probably. Asuka defending her NXT Women's Champion. The undefeated Asuka taking on Ember Moon. This match was a lot of fun. I don't know. I, well, now that we know what we know, which we will get to in the news, I guess this doesn't really matter. Asuka wins via submission. I thought the match was very good. I actually think this might have been the best match of the night and maybe should have been the main event. It's just my one man's opinion. Then we had the main event, which was Bobby Roode taking on Drew McIntyre for the NXT Championship like I said, didn't really... I was kind of meh on this match. Which is such a bummer because Drew McIntyre is so great. I love Drew McIntyre. He's... The, the video package they showed before this match did get me hyped for the match, but I found myself not really in it for most of it. Uh, 
McIntyre. I, I feel like Bobby Roode has that effect on me. More on him later. Like, it'll, yeah. More on him later. Uh, Drew McIntyre hits a second Claymore on Roode to win the championship. And we actually did not mention that after Sanity had won the tag team championship, uh, Red Dragon made their appearance. Bobby Fish! Robert Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. And they Bobby beat... Fish. She's so pretty. They beat the ah. shit out of Sanity and anybody that was in their way and held the tag team titles high. Now, at the end of the main event, Red Dragon would appear once again and they would distract Drew McIntyre as a debuting Adam Cole, baby, attacked McIntyre with Red Dragon. And they were super kicking him and doing all sorts of stuff. And Adam Cole holds the NXT championship high above his head as our event goes off the air. Holy freaking a mole. Overall, very good show. Yes. I really want Excalibur and Chuck Taylor to do a thing where they just commentate on all NXT Adam Cole matches and are just viciously mean like they always are when he was in PWG. Yeah. Their commentary for Adam Cole is like, I think Dustin or Chuck Taylor was like, he runs around with his head like a, like a chicken with his head cut off. And then there we go. Shitty neck holds. Like, Oh my God. <laughs> that sounds about right. What a dipshit. Just like the stuff that they, it's so funny. The next thing that we watched was SummerSlam. Now, Marion, I think you watched Summer... Did you watch SummerSlam in its entirety? Um, I missed the first part of it um, because I was... Where was I? Oh, I went to my dad's. Yeah, I remember now. Yeah, and then I got back and I was like maybe like half an hour in okay. to it, but I did watch it, yeah. Uh, Mike Zapian, our friend Mike Zapian, watched all of SummerSlam, pre-show everything, and was like texting me while he was doing it going... You told me about because he was the one that was hanging out with me the day of the NXT show when I met up with uh, Chris here with the burritos and stuff. Right. And I was telling him all about what was going on. And he was like, I felt so into it because you told me everything that was going on right before SummerSlam. And then my roommates were playing it. And I was watching it and going, I know what's going on. This is amazing. And I got so emotionally invested. And I was like, hook, line, and sinker. Here huh. we go. Perfect. So what what did you watch? Because I, I'm going to tell you right now. Here's everything I watched. Oh, yeah, I probably watched more than you. I watched the Sasha Banks-Alexa Bliss match. You just made the list! I watched the entrance for Finn Balor. I watched the Dean Ambrose-Seth Rollins-Cesaro-Sheamus match. I watched the end of the Jinder Mahal-Nakamura match, and then I watched the main event. So I skipped around a whole bunch. Do you have the list, or do you have the set, like, the match set up? I do. Why I can't talk today. The um, card? List it, and I'll tell you where I started. Did you watch any of the pre-show matches? I didn't have time. I told you I was like half an hour. Like okay. I got in. I don't remember. Uh, we had John Cena taking on Baron Corbin. Did not see it. Okay, John Cena defeated Baron Corbin in about 10 minutes. Uh, there might be some backstage shenanigans going on with that. Uh, Good. E- either way. All right. Um, we had Natalia taking on Naomi for the WWE Women's SmackDown Championship. I saw that match. All right. Well, give us your thoughts. Um, it was actually very good. Uh, it The way Mike Zaping described it was Natalia looks like a Barbie doll, but a Barbie doll that's like not designed as a Barbie doll, but a Barbie doll as if her career was wrestling. Like the way she's built and everything. He's like, she looks like a Barbie. And I was like, what are you talking about? But otherwise, it was really good because they're both great wrestlers. Um, Naomi ended up tapping out to the sharpshooter. 
Yeah. Um, after going fucking ape shit crazy, she went to go do the split legged moonsault, and Natalia did what I'll bring up later, brought her knees up and like got out of the way. Right. Which I don't understand. That's like the easiest. When somebody's jumping on you, it takes like no effort at all to just lift your knees. Yet nobody ever does it because, you know, wrestling is thick. Um, it's John's the second time someone said that to me today. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Um, but yeah, it was actually a really good match. The women's matches were freaking great during SummerSlam. They were both really, really good. So Natalia is your new SmackDown Women's Champion. Which is so bizarre. I did not expect her yeah, to win. I didn't. Eh, I don't know. I don't care. I don't care either. But at the same time, because I remember what was it that you said? You're like, how boring is the SmackDown it's, Women's Division? It's fine. It'll be better when Asuka comes up. Um, good. We had Big Cass taking on the Big Show uh, in a singles match with Enzo Amore suspended above the ring in a shark cage. I read descriptions of this match and said, you know what? I'm not even going to give it the time of day. Oh, you shouldn't have. I I didn't even, I wasn't, like I had, what, what I was doing was I was multitasking. I had it playing, but I wasn't watching because I didn't give a shit. Enzo did at one point take off all of his clothes so he was just in his boxers yes. and then squeezed his way through the thing and then fell and then got immediately fucking big booted right in the face and was out cold. Good. And now he's a, he's on 205 Live and he's being a pissy little bitch about it. We'll get to that later. Fuck you, Enzo, you ungrateful little shit. Um, but yeah, that match was just like, you know, it was like, oh, come on. I feel so bad for Big Show. Wow. Like, I legitimately we feel do. So it was bad just like a big, big waste show. of my time. We had Randy Orton taking on Roos. We had Randy Orton taking on Rusev in a 10-second match. That was actually kind of funny, but that's about all I saw. I mean, it was, was 10 like seconds, so I watched of, it. I was kind of pissed off about it. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of shitty. Like, people go and be like, oh, man, I get to see an actual, like, match between Randy Orton and Rusev. That should be cool. And, and at, then... the same, at the same time, though, you looked at how many matches where there were for SummerSlam, and you were like, Jesus fucking Christ, and then that basically, like, knocked out the whole match because it wasn't even a match. Yeah. Um, we had Alexa Bliss. You just made the list. Defending her WWE Raw Women's Championship against Sasha Banks in a, a very good match. I feel like it these was two, fantastic. These two work very well together. Um, the finish was a little awkward for me. I don't know if you felt the same way. I felt there wasn't enough drama between. They tried to ramp it up, but it, it was just seemed like oh she's. Tapping? Oh, okay. I guess that's it. Uh, so Sasha. No, didn't she apply it twice? It just seemed like the way. I don't know. It just. It, it seemed a little off to me. I wasn't. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't think so. Well, there you go. Differing well, then opinions. Again, you just really like Alexa Bliss. I do. No, it was fine that she lost. It, that's not the problem. It was just how. I know. It just seemed very. It was very awkward. So yeah, the. Sasha Banks, Alexa Bliss match, very good match. And Marianne also stated that uh, the Natalia Naomi match was also very good. So there you go. Two singles matches, I might add, for the women on SummerSlam. Good for them. Next up, we had Finn Balor, the demon, taking on Bray Wyatt. And I took over by fast-forwarding through this match. Thanks, me too. Next match we had were Cesaro. You just made the list. And Sheamus, the WWE Raw Tag Team Champions, taking on Dean Ambrose. You just made the list. And Setherton Rollins. Setherton. I'm so happy that you played the you played the list noise for Dean Ambrose. I'm so happy. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, it has been a while. Cesaro is like way up there. This I think what is he number three now? I don't know. I don't keep track of your lists, but it goes like You fucking should. Alright. Okay. I will. From now on. It goes on. like what? I don't know. I think it's um, 
it goes Chuck Taylor, Donst, and then no. Cesaro. It's the other way around? No, it's Chuck Taylor, Mojo, Rowley, Cesaro, Donst. Oh, wow. Look at that. Or it's Cesaro and Donst might be switched, but Mojo Rally's number two. BDK all up in this. All up in this top five. All right. Anyway, uh, this match was very fun. I had a very good time. Um, it was great to see Dean and Seth work. I mean, they worked as a tag team the last time. They were tag teaming it up, but this was good stuff. It was a great match. Very enjoyable. Finish was, it was hot. The hot tags were great. Everything was great. Seth's was new just, gear was great. Well, he was so match-matchy. Well, yeah. we'll get to that later. But, like, it, it was just so fluid yeah. and amazing. And I was watching it, and like I had said last week, I don't care who wins this match because I love both of these teams so much. Yeah. But then, like, as we were going on, I was like, wouldn't it be great if they won? And I'm watching it, and it's daytime when I'm watching it, and I have it, like, set on my dresser, and I'm sitting on my bed watching it. My window was open a little bit, and spoiler alert, they won. And I was like screaming. You? And I was like, oh my God! Like, just um, my stepdad was up in the back half of the yard and he could hear me. <laughs> um, and side note for a second, we got new neighbors. And I told you this already. Yeah, you did. But yeah, we got new neighbors. And um, my stepdad met the guy at the um, that's moving in. And he said, if you guys ever have any problems with noise, my my stepdaughter is kind of loud sometimes. Um, so just knock on the door and let us know. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? You said I was loud and you didn't mention our dipshit dog at all. Our dog that barks at three o'clock in the morning and won't stop barking and has like essentially no training whatsoever and you mentioned me and I was like what are you talking about when am I loud and I kept thinking am I being loud when I'm recording and he was like well I could hear you in the backyard the other day and I was like oh it's because I was watching SummerSlam I'm not damn it like that only happens like every once in a while and like the shield getting back like two-thirds of the shield getting back together I never thought would happen. So let me have that one thing. But I feel so <laughs> insulted. I felt so insulted that he would like, he was like, oh, I forgot to mention the dog. And I was like, bullshit, you did. Whatever. Anyway, Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins are your new Raw Tag Team Champions. Fun match. It's oh, so good. Uh, next up, we had AJ Styles taking on Kevin Owens for the United States Championship with Dad Shane as the special guest referee. I did not watch one millisecond of this match, Marianne. Um, well, if you, did you watch the opening of um, SmackDown this week? I'm going to tell you right now. This is what I'm doing now. I did watch. No, you know what? I didn't. This is my new thing. As a whole... I do not watch singles matches between AJ Styles and Kevin Owens. Fair enough. Okay, so basically what happened, Dad Shane is the ref. He gets hit with one of AJ's moves. I cannot remember at the moment. I'm drawing a blank. And he couldn't get up fast enough to do his job. And Kevin Owens was fucking pissed. Because he was like, you fucking got in a helicopter crash and came to work the next day. You fucking jumped off of hell in the cell into the fucking commentary's table and you still could do th something. He was like, you get grazed with one move like that and you can't fucking function. He was so pissed. And the, he just basically, that's what he said on Monday where he was like, that's bullshit. Like, I don't understand. Whoa, that is a fucking huge spider. Oh, oh my God. Sorry. There's a really big spider in my room. Uh, I'm going to try and ignore it. But um, <laughs> Kevin Owens was just like fucking logic bombs. 
everywhere. I'm kind of I'm kind of sad that you didn't watch the opening segment of SmackDown because it was just Kevin Owens is like the truth and the light. But I mean, we're not at <laughs> SmackDown yet. No, but I'm what I'm saying is basically what happened in that event. He like, got hit by a move and then he was out forever, but he got in the plane crash or the whatever. And he was no, fine. like he he that and um when he pinned, there was a moment where Shane did one, two, three for the match, but AJ had brought his leg up to the rope and yes uh, he was looking directly at i did see some of this yeah we'll we'll get to that part when we get to the smackdown because it goes i'll go into it a little bit but yeah yeah what, what match happened next the jinder mahal shinsuke nakamura match which i only watched the finish of that was man that was all i watched of it and uh i heard this match was pretty boring it was extremely boring that's the sucks. reason why i couldn't remember how the match ended it did not end in a DQ, apparently, which... Um, it should have because he cheated. Yeah, Wikipedia said it ended in a DQ, and I was on the road. I was coming back from L.A., and I was trying to figure out how he had won via DQ, and apparently he had not. He had just won via regular old pinfall slash shenanigans. Via, yeah, nefarious means. Nefarious means. Uh, main event time, the fatal four-way match for the WWE Universal Championship Brock Lesnar taking on the big dog, the greatest wrestler to ever walk this earth, the destroyer of The Undertaker, Roman Reigns, Samoa Joe, and Braun Strowman. This match was fucking crazy. It was pretty fucking nuts. Braun Strowman started bleeding, and then he was bleeding again on Monday Night Raw from the same place, and I was like, did he even stop? Yes, it's just, I don't know. Does, what... his, does his blood clot at all? Um... Braun Strowman is, he is a monster of men, as his shirt says. He was tossing Brock Lesnar around like he was nothing, and he put him through 7 million tables. Yeah, so this match was was just insane. I think we got another Braun Strowman throwing of a chair, which is always uh, fantastic. And, man, just just good stuff. And Brock gets carried away at one point, and he comes back, and he... Ends up getting the pinfall on Roman Reigns, and he is still our Universal Champion for now. Crazy match. I suggest you all watch it. It was very good. It was a giant clusterfuck, but in like a good way. Yes, definitely. All right. So Monday Night Raw, Brock comes out. We basically Brock comes out. Heyman says, "Hey, I told you so." And then uh, young Braun Strowman comes out. Oh, hold on. Yes. So I find myself saying more often. I don't care, Paul Heyman. Like, I mean, you're a great talker, but I don't care because Brock Lesnar is like my thought process. It's like he's a great speaker. I love listening to him talk. Right. But I don't care about Brock Lesnar. I don't care. Like, I'm sick of it. And I also don't know why it took me so long to realize that Paul Heyman talks pretty damn effeminate. Oh. And I love it. All right. Oh, you love it. You you love it. Okay. I think it's I think it's hilarious. It makes it makes him even more like slimy and bitchy and mean. But um. I you mentioned that Braun comes out. I just want a Braun shirt where it just says Braun in all caps and the ends just fade into nothing. Well, they have that shirt. Where it's just so many ends that just go into nothing. Um, I don't know if it's so many ends that go into nothing, but it's it's pretty close. It's pretty up there to what you have just described. Because I just want it to be a bunch of ends until it fades to nothingness at the bottom of the shirt. <laughs> it's um it's pretty good. I thought about getting it myself. We'll see. Maybe I will. Can we just talk about Brock fucking selling to Strowman? Yes. 
Good God, what is happening? How the mighty have fallen. Or the mighty have risen to realize that they need to, uh, you know, do the J-O-B sometimes. Yeah, thank you. Jesus Christ. He, that was great. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was a good little segment. Um, and His ear was bleeding again. Yeah, and it looks like we're going to get Braun Brock at the next Raw pay-per-view, which is, uh, holy moly, that's going to be something else. Because I don't, I don't think Brock's... I don't think Brock's winning. Side note, first of all, um, our friend, um, I don't know if you met him or not, my friend Brian Milne, he's at the last podcast on the left show in British Columbia right now, and he said Ben just started off the show with saying, fuck Roman Reigns. Wow. How dare you, Ben Kissel? <laughs> How dare you? Wow. Least favorite member of the podcast now. Favorite, Henry. Probably Henry. Anyway, Kurt Angle comes out, and people tell him that he sucks, and he's like, yeah, Tell me that I suck. I love it. Kurt Angle looks like a toe with googly eyes. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, the toe. He said, he said the Monday Night Raw. He did say like, the Monday Night Raw, which is great. Bro, you have one job. The Monday Night Raw. Come on. That's great. That's good stuff. And he basically says, hey, I told you I'd have a surprise. And surprise, it's John Cena. So John Cena's here now. He's on Monday Night Raw. He... So I'm watching this part with Antonia, right? Or she's drawing while I'm watching this. Right. And I found myself getting really emotional telling Antonia about how great John Cena is. Are we talking about the, the video of him? Uh... No, just talking about how fucking amazing he is to watch when he speaks. Ah. Like how much of a natural he is. And I was like, I was like, he's to the point in his career where he his character is him. And he's just having fun. And I love watching it because he's just such a natural at it. And I was just like, John Cena's the best. Like, I couldn't even handle it. So John Cena comes out and he says, uh, why am I here, basically? Did you, did you get that Snapchat I sent you? I, I did, yes. It was so funny, wasn't it? The yeah. way he said it. Oh, my God. It was so hilarious. Why am I here? Face. Basically, John Cena, that entire segment there were so many moments where they could be amazing gif reactions yes definitely like he was just gif like cena gif king like i can't even make a joke but he was it was just amazing yes he was he was fantastic and he says i i'm just letting everyone know i had just asked uh, our facebook friends we need questions and oh boy the um the questions are just a pouring in, so that's why if I seem somewhat distracted, I apologize. So, John Cena, why am I here? He goes, I'm only here for one reason, because I need to confront someone, and out comes, as previously stated, the biggest dog of them all. This is his yard, and he also defeated The Undertaker and made him go away forever. I don't know if I've mentioned that before on the show. Dominic, correct me if I'm wrong, but would this be Das Großhund, right? Who? In German. Oh, the you... big dog in German is, it's either der or das. Gross, which is big. Mm -hmm. Hund is dog. Das Großhund. Hund. Hund. Großhund. So he comes out and uh, I have one request for the WWE Universe. Uh, please stop chanting for The Undertaker. He's not coming back. Get over it. Same... Please, please, just stop. No one cares. I really fucking hate The Undertaker so much. So someone that I don't hate um, decides, Miz? yes, The Miz <laughs> decides that, uh, you know, it's time for The Miz to come out. This is also, I would like to point out, the n near the one-year anniversary of his Talking Smack shoot on Daniel Bryan. 
Is it, it was, really? It was yes. that long ago? Yes, it was like right around this time. Dude, my note just said in little like asterisks screams Miz in all caps. Miz once again just delivering the hot fire and Shoot the best master extreme. The best part was how many chances do you two get and the crowd just lost their mind. It, because everything he said was so true. Antonia was listening and she was like, damn. And I was like, dude, Miz is getting real emotional. Like he was getting real pissed off. I was like, everything Miz says is true. Yes. Miz is true. All the time. All hail. All hail. Just killing it. Just telling these two, like, who gives a shit? Uh, it's my time. Where's my moment? I'm so sick of you guys getting all the chances. And they say you earn your way to the top, but they keep giving the chances to you two dumb shits that nobody likes, basically. And he yeah. was like, I work really hard and I'm not getting a moment. And then John Cena's like, okay, well, let's make it a moment. Let's like pick whatever one of you two guys and the Miz versus me and uh Roman Reigns. And Miz was like, no, John, that's not a moment for me. That's a moment for you. Yes. And he Which was is so great. right. He was like, you just made that matchup, and that's a moment for you. That's not a moment for me. Yeah. And he was so right. It's like, God, Miz, you're the fucking best. All hail. And all hail. I have a note here that just says, holy fuck, it's Samoa Joe. Samoa so, Joe comes out. I don't know how many times I've said this, but Samoa Joe is what happens when the trolls from David the Gnome come to life. Yes, you have said that many a time. Well, I said it about Rusev before, but Samoa Joe is totally a David the Gnome troll. And Samoa Joe says, hey, Miz, um, I'm going to be your tag team partner. You have no say in the matter. He No, he straight up said, I quote, it's going to be me. And I right afterwards went, it's going to be me. And Antonio was like, you're the fucking worst. <laughs> that sounds like, yeah, that sounds about right. Random match is random, though, right? Yeah, random tag team match. And uh, Samoa Joe goes after John Cena immediately. Good for him. Um, next up, we had... And by the way, I watched the Hulu ones this week because, oh boy, not watching the crazy long ones. And I'm kind of glad I did. Did not. Did not watch a crazy long one yet. Yeah. Kurt Angle, his son, Jason Jordan, he's like, hey, hey, pops, what's going on? I need a... I want a match. I don't want a handout, but... Give me a handout. And he says, I want Finn Balor. And Kurt Angle goes, are you sure that you're ready for that level of competition? That was a good impression, actually. I don't even know if that's how he talks, but I was just making fun of him just because it's like, all right, we get it. And he says... Way to make Finn suffer slash people hate Jason Jordan even more. Yeah. So Jason Jordan says, sorry, I'm talking about Jason Jordan. So I just yawned. Because uh, he's so fucking boring. Jason Jordan says, yeah, I'm ready for that. So we get Jason Jordan versus Finn Balor. Later on, uh, we have Dean Ambrose. You just made the list. And Seth Rollins, the new Raw Tag Team Champions. They come out and they are talking, a, you know, they're talking like they do. Dean Ambrose says a crazy thing. Seth Rollins goes, all right, I don't know what that's all about, but we're going to celebrate and stuff. And uh, the Hardy Boys come out. First of all, why is everyone else making matches? Isn't that Angle's job? You have one job. It is Curtis. his job. Curtis Angle is just too concerned with his boring son. His being boring. boring son. What is happening? And we. I'm concerned because you're boring. <laughs> 
And uh, the Hardys challenge Dean and Seth to a match, and they go, yeah, all right, sure. And we have a pretty good tag team match. Yeah, it was really good. Um, Honestly, I can't wait for Roman to address this whole Seth and Dean thing. Like, I cannot wait for it because it has to happen at some point. But I... This is where I thought, okay, I know wrestling is theater and fake and stuff, but simply putting your knees up would be an easy counter to somebody jumping on you. True. It takes no effort at all. But what Uh, if you're so exhausted you can't put your knees up? I guess. Um, With them, and then they would splice in and out of them showing pictures of um, Seamus and Cesaro. You just made the list! So much pause there. Should never be. Um, but their outfits are so sick. And I was looking <laughs> at it going, that would be a pretty awesome cosplay if you cosplayed as the both of them at the same time. Oh, okay. Like That would be interesting. It would be really cool, I think. You would have to obviously do Seamus' hair, kind of, in a punky way. But like I think that would be a really cool cosplay. If I if I had like indisposable like if I had like unending amounts of money, yes. I would totally cosplay that. Bottomless monies. Bottomless monies. So much <laughs> so much monies. All the monies that one person can have. Anyway. Here de- comes the money. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> uh Dean and Seth are friends and they are also tag team champions and they remain tag team champions after this match with the Hardy Boys. And there you go. We have the new WWE Raw Women's Champion, Sasha Banks. And she says some stuff. I really wasn't paying attention until Alexa Bliss. You just made the list. Came out and she said, hey, I'm going to get my title back. And Sasha said, oh, all right, yeah, sure. Let's do this now. And It was really pointless. And Alexa said, yeah, okay. But we'll do you it. You look stupid. We'll do it next week. And then she called Sasha Banks the legit loser. And John laughed and laughed. Why? I didn't laugh. I'm just saying. Such a bad joke. <laughs> but she's usually Marianne, the legit boss. But then now she'll be she'll be a legit loser because she's gonna lose. Oh, John, man. just stop. It's great. Um, stop while you're ahead. Speaking of stopping while you're ahead, Jason Jordan take on Finn Balor, and uh, I didn't really... Spoiler alert, he is not ready for this level of competition. No, he is not. Young Finnegan beat Jason Jordan soundly, the coup de grace, and such. Oh, boy. Jason Jordan. What a what a terrible mistake. And now you can... When we talk about SmackDown, you'll see the terrible mistake that they've made. It was just so Speaking stupid. of which, he's legitimate, so also isn't he? He's an illegitimate child, so... Mistake! Good Lord. Mistakes have just run a rampant. Plenty. Mistakes <laughs> abound. Mistakes abound. Uh, we had the main event, which was John Cena and Roman Reigns taking on Samoa Joe in The Miz. Uh, Marion, what did you think of this match? I thought it was, you know, it was fine. It was a it fine was, match. Yeah, it was okay. Um, Roman has improved so freaking much. Dare I say he was like he like he he looked so good in this match. Like the match yeah. itself was like meh, but Roman looked great. He looked powerful. Um, my note is Miz flapping his little wingy hands at the end. Yes, hovering like a hummingbird vulture crossbreed thing. I love it. It's good. It stuff. was so creepy and so Miz. All hail. All hail. And yeah. That was Monday Night Raw, for us at least, if you watch Hulu, with no commercials. Yeah, you're well, you rich. have commercials. I don't have commercials. Oh, wow. Because I'm rich, as previously stated. I got that Here po- comes the money! I got that podcasting money. SmackDown Live! Confirmed Day Show? I don't know anymore. What do you think? Still the Confirmed Day Show? 
if um it would be the confirmed a show hmm, my my stipulation is we'll fast forward for a second um no we'll not we'll we'll it would be the confirmed a show if cesaro and sheamus were on it oh okay well i mean we'll see what happens with this shake-up because yeah that's that's what i was thinking i was like oh god i would love that so much um but it opens with aj styles starting the open challenge again yes they do not want none and the only one that does want none or does want some is kevin owens and he comes out and AJ's like, I'm not doing with the, like this with you again. Like this. No. And I was like, I feel you, AJ. I don't want to see it either. We all feel you, AJ. But um, Kevin Owens like truth bombs the shit out of everyone. He plays a video of Shane counting and then AJ getting his foot on the rope. And he was just like so much logic. And all I was thinking was, man, I want Kevin Owens to be my defense attorney. <laughs> the law offices of Kevin Owens. Yes. Um, <laughs> DA Kevin Owens. Um, but it, it honestly, he had so many good like defense points. It was amazing. I was watching it and I was like, I really don't care about this situation, but I really do care about what Kevin Owens is saying right now because he brings up parts where you're like, Oh, I didn't even think about that. Fuck. He is so right right now. And you like, you know that he's like the shitty heel, but he's the shitty heel with so much logical points. Like him and yeah. him and Miz, him and like Miz has really good logic. And so does Kevin Owens. Like it's like on point logic. Dad Shane comes out and my, it up. my note after this is please don't do this again. <laughs> That's my note. That's all the notes I have. But I do understand that. Uh, they got to find a special referee or Kevin Owens has to find one, right? That's the step. Yes. So Kevin that, Owens. That, and they kind of have to do the dad Shane thing until it's resolved. Yeah. You can't just like stop it. I'm going to assume we're going to get a Kevin Owens, Shane McMahon match here coming up somewhat soon. Oh my soon. God. I would not be surprised. Uh, Daniel Bryan is joined backstage by the Singh brothers and the modern day Maharaja. That was pretty Daniel good. Bryan does not like him some Tinder Mahal. No, he does not. He swipes left for sure. Yes. Um, and then deletes the app from his phone. Oh, that's so excellent. Um, Shinsuke is going to face the Singh brothers tonight. And uh, I, their reactions to that, I was like, oh, my God, how comical. Imagine being a wrestler and your brother, there's two of you, is also a wrestler. And the two of you have to face one person and there's two of you. And they're a wrestler, and you're actually wrestlers. How terrifying is that? That there's two of you against one other person. Yeah, they Why should are you be freaking ha- out. Yeah, they should be happy, right? The fucking idiots. God. Uh, so we see young Samuel Zane backstage, and uh, Kevin Owens walks up to him and starts making some really good points. Again. Again, he says. I called this kiss and makeup month. Yeah, basically, uh, he says. And then they kissed part two. Yeah, basically. Uh, they are. Ke- I'm sorry. Kevin Owens says, hey, you're the only one I can trust to be right down the middle here because we've been at each other's throats. We fought side by side. You're the only one. And Sammy goes. He has a point. He does. He has a great point. And Sammy Zane uh, says, I, you know, I think I'll think about it. He didn't. He did not. But uh, we will get I... to that love how the crowd laughed when he referenced Sami Zayn not doing anything. Oh my god. Well, because it's true. He hasn't. I know. Everything kept Kevin Owens was like the Miz of SmackDown right now. Good. Everybody needs a Miz. Could we please talk about how great coming back from commercial to the blackout and hearing Aiden English clear his throat and say spotlight please was? It was I loved uh... it. I absolutely loved it. I was like this is perfect. 
I have to get myself in the mental like frame of mind, like the right frame of mind to deal with Aiden English. That being said, if he shaved his head, he would look like a pasty, less fit Cesaro, but like not in a hot way. Wow. They look related. Um, and people that say artiste really piss me off. I think that's the point. It's the fucking worst. Well, you just worked yourself a new but shoot. But you know who? You know who else hates people that says um, artiste? Bobby Wood. So. We get another blackout, and uh, it is the SmackDown slash main roster debut. Finally, for one, Robert Rude. Awesome. Good stuff. The whole thing is funny because Rude's theme is right up Aiden English's vocal range alley. It is. They should be friends. But they were not friends in this match. Uh, You know, Bobby Rude got his shit in, hit him with the glorious DDT for the win, cut a promo afterwards with With Renee Renee Young. You just made the list. Renee Lady. And yeah, Bobby Roode up on the main roster. Excited about it. Good job that he did what he had to do in NXT. And then they brought him up immediately after he dropped the title. Good idea. Everyone involved. Yeah. um, You should do that more often. Good ideas, you know. Oh, yeah. I agree. Uh, Backstage segment with Daniel Bryan and uh, Chad Gable. And oh, my goodness. It is... Shelton Benjamin. Benja. Benjamin. That's how I say Benjamin. I put an R in there. Just... Do you say association or association? Association. Thank you. The place I work is association services. And when I spell, like when I say the email to people, when they call and ask for it, they say association. And I want to correct them every time because it just sounds so terrible to me. <laughs> Anyways, getting back to Shelton Benjamin, another person who is significantly taller than Chad Gable. I think a lot of people are significantly taller. Um, so I think I'm taller than Chad Gable. I might be. I'm not sure. All right, you look it up, and I will talk about the mistake that WWE made by getting rid of American Alpha, which is just so dumb, and now they're giving Chad Gable a new tag team partner, which, don't get me wrong, I'm very excited to see how this works out. He's 5'8". He is just as tall as me. And how does that make you feel? Like I can do anything if I just put my mind to it. Uh, (laughs) Nailed it. Very excited for this tag team. I'm glad Shelton's back because... He was originally supposed to be back during the brand split, and then he got hurt. And now he is just getting back. So excited to see this next week. I'm also excited to see something else next week, but more on that later. Sami Zayn says he will not help Kevin Owens. And he says, sorry, bro. That's it. Goodbye. And speaking of bros, (laughs) we had uh, Zack Ryder and Mojo Rowley. You just made the the hype bros taking on uh, day one is H, the new nasty Usos. Marianne, thoughts Mojo. thoughts on I this love match? Mojo Rally so much. Yes, but what did you think of the match? He looks really good in lime green. Um, my eyes are real dreamy right now. Um, can we talk about how actually good he is? Sure. I, I, he's, let's go. You you think he's like improved a lot? Like he's actually a good wrestler, Mojo Rally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. Mets guy in the front row knows what's up. Yes, <laughs> Jacob DeGrom knockoff jersey Mets guy. Knockoff jersey Mets guy. Um, I actually really like that match a lot. I think that it was very well balanced. Um, they complement each other um, because they both have very different styles. The two different tag teams have very different styles. Yes. Um, I think that Mojo Rally and Zack Ryder work excellent as a tag team. They work very good together. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I like that match a lot, mostly because I just love Mojo Rally and he just is great. And I really like how he's fixed the kind of like jock total bro football aspect into his gimmick because it works. Like when you do something well and that's totally part of, he's really worked his personality into his character, which is extremely smart. Mm -hmm. It's very, it's very John Cena. Like I said, he's going to be the next John Cena. I feel like he is. Um, the Usos love to wear their belts as everything but a belt, and I love it. Yes. Uh, belts for necklace-ish. Um, I, you know, I loved their entrance music before, and now I just love it even more. It's like my favorite thing. It's so great. I Mets guy in the front row was like thumbs down after Hype Bros lost. And afterwards, when they were talking, they're like, "Before we make like, uh, before we make like chips and dip." <laughs> I was like, oh my god! First of all, like that—that that, it's only funny when they say it. And um, they did like this awkward pause, like they were waiting for someone to interrupt them. And I was like, bro, how amazing would it be if Shame Zaro came out right now? Like I would die, but they didn't. I wish. <laughs> I fucking wish, but I really enjoyed that match mostly because Mojo Rally. I don't get to. He doesn't get to. They don't wrestle on tv yeah as often as i would like them to because i think that honestly like he's very good they're both very good if zach Ryder would stop getting hurt there you go yeah and maybe tan a little less zach <sighs> he can't um, he can't help it can't he can't help it he's just hyped on that on yeah. that vitamin d um afterwards was the shinsuke versus the sings correct yeah and that was just you know Shinsuke. A stack of sings. Yeah, just beating up people, which is fine. I don't know. I don't know which one of them said that, but it was like a stack of sings in the corner, and he's like, "It's like a stack of sings," and I was like, "Yes." Good call. Whoever said that, uh, Shinsuke, you know, does his thing. Uh, we have a backstage segment with Kevin Owens. He's still looking. He's still looking for someone to be this referee for his match, and he comes across the fashion police, which are where they are wearing. Uh, the most ridiculous outfits. I believe they were just pineapples. They're like that like every week. I love I hate it. pineapples. I love pineapple and I love fashion police and I love Brizongo so much. This but was I still good hate stuff. pineapples. And you could tell Kevin Owens was trying not to laugh. Like the entire time. Don't even touch it. I would feel like I would be about to laugh all the time just in the company of Fandango. Yeah. Like Tyler Breeze, I could handle it. But Fandango, his character is, he he works his entire body into a character. Like even his presence is a character. Does that make sense? Yes, it makes perfect sense. He, he just oozes like it's almost he's he's like the most method actor out of all the wrestlers <laughs> like like i start to question how close johnny curtis is to actual fandango probably very close at this point well he has excellent taste in music so um, so fashion police turned down kevin owens and kevin owens goes man i can't find anybody wait a minute what's that smell it smells like a big breakfast and in walks um academy award-winning actor baron corbin and he says i'll do this for you kevin owens but when you win you gonna give me that title shot he could have been worse to be honest wow he could have been worse 
High praise from Marianne for big banter. Well, big like it's gonna. Well, I told you there's a big banter had a moment where I don't hate him as much because mm-hmm. my biggest thing is I've said this before. I when I find redeeming qualities about people, it helps me hate them a little bit less. So I look yes. for them, and sometimes you can't find redeeming qualities in people, and it fucking blows. But Baron Corbin got in a Twitter argument as he does in his banteriest way mm-hmm. with somebody, and he oh he said to the person, "I almost blocked you." But I saw your banner and I liked it. And he d- and gave the little was, fist bump thing. And he did a little fist bump thing, and it was it was a it was a gay pride like universal love banner. Yeah. And I went shit. And I texted, I messaged it to you immediately. You're like, I don't get it. And I'm like, well, no. I didn't get it because I didn't know there was more than one picture. And then yeah. I was like, oh, I get it now. There's. <laughs> I saw it and I was like, shit. Yeah. There's like now he's like opened the door to me finally dealing with him. Okay. But wow. then he threw us like he took the stripe shirt and I went stripes for breakfast. Stripes for breakfast. Yay. And uh, big banter will be your special guest referee in the spoiler alert main event. I didn't watch, dude. I I my only my only qualm with that was does he even know the rules? He doesn't because care about he the does rules. Not yeah, he doesn't care about the rules because he doesn't respect what he does. He's going a, back to me not liking him. He's a lone wolf. The lone the loneliest of wolf. The wolves the loneliest of wolf yes john he's the loneliest of wolf <laughs> i don't know what's happening anymore marianne this is just We're off the... tired so we had a tag team match between carmella and natalia taking on naomi and becky lynch and uh prime james ellsworth here you finally won something carmella is so good on the mic yes but that was very funny what he said she's so good like it's incredible it's like they turned her heel and all of a sudden she's like yeah. better on the like she she talks circles around natalia yep actually everyone does yeah look at ava marie it's wow. better than natalia my god probably true yeah probably true um Ellsworth gives up the plans for the night where they were just going to let Natty take a beating and then Carmelo was going to cash in. He's a fucking idiot. I hope this is a reoccurring thing where he just gives up the plans because he's just so stupid. I feel like Ellsworth is like somebody, he's like an alien where their brain is like not in their head and it's located somewhere else. I feel like Ellsworth is like some kind of derpy thing and his brain is really like in his stomach where his stomach should be. Fair. I just pictured him as a me-seek from fucking Rick and Morty. Oh my God. Can do. (laughs) So uh, this match was all right. I'm just very, I don't know what happened with the SmackDown women's division. I'm just so bored with it. It's because Alexa Bliss isn't there. Very very true you just made the list um let's uh let's talk about ziggles ziggles so ziggles and i feel like last week i said hey where's ziggles at dolph ziggler where is he and he heard you and he heard me and here he is ziggles is here are you kicking yourself no because here here's the thing ziggles uh continue shoot week because as we know every week is shoot week and he just runs down the roster he's like maybe i need pyros maybe i need a band playing me to the ring maybe i need to be glow in the dark i don't know what i have to do but you know what i'm gonna do all that and more next week so ziggles is gonna return I did like that he's like, I've made my triumphant return to SmackDown in a backstage interview. He He's very good at shoots. So, I man, I almost hope he goes full, like, 80s cheese. I want his hair to glow in the dark. <laughs> I mean, I'm very interested to see what happens next week. I wouldn't, I would, 
would not wait, be wait, surprised. Wait, wait, wait. Stop. Back up. You're interested in Ziggles. You're looking forward to a Ziggles appearance. I want to see what he's going to do. I want to see if they're actually going to change. If if he doesn't get full, like, if his music is the same, it's it's already ruined. Sweet. It's already ruined. So it'll probably be ruined. Um, Lana and Tamina are actors. That's all I have written down. And I fast forwarded um, through that. Lana makes a way better manager. I kind of understand why they put those two together. Um, Lana, Tamina has zero personality and Lana has a personality and it's, it's kind of, I can kind of see the, like the comparison, like the parallel between Tamina and Rusev. Right. Kind of just like the big, scary, like whatnot. I just wish Tamina would talk less. Fair. Um, I I understand why they did it. That being said, you're right. Tamina and Lana are actors. They are actors, and they are just acting it up. They must go to the same acting class that Baron Corbin goes to. And he has got better grades than them. Oh, wow. Look at that. So main event was Kevin Owens versus AJ Styles. And my only note is I just don't care anymore. So Marianne, if you watch this, take it away. I did. I kind of, I kind of tuned in and out of it. Mostly because I was like, I want to see if Baron Corbin actually knows what the fuck he's doing. <laughs> um, it was basically exactly what you thought, like the same type of match. And Baron Corbin was doing the things that a ref should, but he wasn't doing them in a polished manner, which I kind of expected. Yeah. Like he, he just would like, he would count too fast. Like when they were in the corner. Yeah. And then he just ended up leaving. I he did was see like, that. Fuck it, I don't care because there was, there was two that he was trying to get it to where he was like, okay, I'll be the ref. If you give me a shot. And AJ was like, you dipshit. Like, did you not hear me at the beginning where it's going to be an open challenge every week? And I could kind of just <laughs> see Baron Corbin going derp face palm. Fair enough. Um, Yeah. And like he had like no, there's like no reason for him to be there really. I mean like he he did, but there was no reason for him to throw that match for because either way, you know. Yeah. And then Shane came out and was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And then he threw his his cut off. Yeah, he thing th- threw the thing at at Dad Shane, and Dad Shane became a dad ref again. <laughs> yes, and uh, AJ Styles retains, and... and John didn't watch it. Yeah, and I didn't watch it, but I know that happened. Um news <laughs> question mark so last week we said tk cooper sadly uh injury out of bola and we were like who's gonna replace him and uh we did get the announcement of who's going to replace him you're and, welcome oh boy it's a doozy the bad boy joey janella mr spring break himself will be replacing tk cooper a, a fine replacement i feel an excellent replacement joey janella great so there you go and what was the other thing I you told me? I knew he was going to fucking go places back when I would watch him in fucking CZW. I was like, this idiot, he's going to go places. And he is. He's going to Bola. Good for him. <laughs> the, placiest of, the placiest of all places. Yes. Uh, the other news, late breaking today, uh, Asuka, shoulder injury, she's out for a while. I don't know if it's a work or a shoot, but she relinquishes the dub or the I'm sorry, the NXT Women's Championship. She did that tonight on these on the uh, NXT tapings. So, wow. yeah, it is rumored that the winner of the May Young Classic will be the new women's champion. That's just a rumor, highly speculated rumor. So just pass it from one Japanese broad to another. Might as well. Might as well. So questions. Are we ready for these questions? I'm lying down, so yes, I'm ready. 
Uh, Wendell asks, what would you recommend, uh, speaking of Asuka, what would you recommend for Asuka's future in the WWE? Which main roster does she join? SmackDown. Raw, SmackDown. Who is her first rivalry? The So if we do a shakeup, I think it depends on the shakeup. But if we're talking about right now, she needs to desperately go to SmackDown. I feel like her... her competition would be tamina because they have shit yeah. planned for tamina and she's big and scary i feel like oscar's reign of terror will continue on in smackdown and i think it's a better fit for her there though some of the matchups i'd rather see are on raw i think they need a stronger female a stronger presence yeah so she definitely needs to go to smackdown if we're talking about right now what's happening um Holland says, with the newest WWE survey that Wendell posted screenshots of, what's your top 10, if not top 5, off that list, since it'll take less time? Now, um, what? I'm not prepared for this. Was this... It's, there was a survey that went around. I Here it, it is. I see it. And it was, yeah, it was like your top 10 favorite superstars, and you had to pick 10 overall. Okay, so... And then, yeah. Here we go. Um, I'll, I'll just... I'll try and do this... Is it, it's please tell in top he, he wants to do top ten legends. This is a long fucking list. Okay, it's a very long list because it goes in alphabetical order of all the superstars main roster and then NXT stars. Um, all right, and then yeah, here we go. I'm gonna do this. All right, you ready? And yeah. it, it, count me. Don't count it off, but just you know, thing you know, just yeah, I got it. Keep count. So Sting, Eddie Guerrero, Chris Jericho. Boo boy, let's see here in the Johnny Gargano, Cassius Ono, Alistair Black. What am I at? Six? Yeah. Okay, so I have four more. The Usos count as one? That's strange. They should. Um, I'll say the Usos. Uh, let's go with Shinsuke, and I get two more, yeah? Yeah. Interesting that Paige is still on here. Very interesting. Just would like to point I heard she out. was at an NXT taping. Interesting. Oh boy, let's see here. Um, well, I'm gonna say Alexa Bliss, and then I will say, oh man, uh, Brizongo. Excellent. Um, mine, I did comment on it jokingly, Cesaro ten times. Fair enough. <laughs> but then I said no, um, Cesaro, Dean Ambrose, and then Mojo Rally, and then Cesaro seven more times. <laughs> but like my honest answer was pro- in no particular order. Obviously, Cesaro, Dean Ambrose. Uh, Mojo Rally, Chris Jericho, uh, Brizongo, um, Luke Harper. Um, what I have four more. Mm-hmm. Um, Oni Lorkin. Mm-hmm. Um, feel like I need to get a woman in there. Well, Emma. Ah, uh, Emma. Yeah, Emma. Um, I feel like I'm forgetting like really important people right now. Oh yeah, Cash is Ono, obviously. And then I feel like um, I'm not sure, man. Fuck. I think that's um, a good list. Yeah, that's, I mean, I feel like that, that's a pretty well-rounded list. I felt like I need to choose women on there. Yeah. Like, in terms of, like, favorites, like, obviously, I mean, I would put Cesaro as all ten options, but, yeah. I don't remember what I put exactly, but I do know that. Wendell I asks. I know for sure I had Luke Harper on there. Of course, as as you should. Wendell asks, what are your thoughts about Dragon Lee joining Los Ingobernables? How will LI and LIJ fare in the New Japan slash CMLL collaborations, considering Dragon Lee's longtime arrival with Hiromu Takahashi? Okay, Marianne. Uh, I am very excited about this. Dragon Lee. This question? 
Yes. Uh, Dragon Lee joining Los Ingobernables and also because CMLL is the sister promotion to New Japan. So here's what I'm going to say, Wendell. I'm going to make, and if if both promotions are uh, smart, what was that? Um, Sorry, I asked Joanna, my friend who's at the last podcast on the left show. She gave, oh my God, oh my God. She said, make mission complete, hashtag awkward hug. And she awkwardly hugged Marcus and took a picture because I asked her to. Perfect. So <laughs> what I'm going to say here, Wendell, is if both promotions are smart, they will put Dragon Lee and Takahashi as a tag team and they will uh, contend for the IWGP Junior Tag Team Championships. Just imagine a Dragon Lee-Takahashi Young Bucks match. I'm super down for that with Daryl at ringside. That tweet that said, uh, reminder, wrestling is still the best kind of dumb, and it was Daryl on commentary. Yes. With the headphones. I fucking love that. I love it because it's adorable. Um, Yeah, so if they do, you know, fingers crossed, Wendell. Just keep it tranquilo. Uh, Holland, Baron Corbin being buried, or is this bullshit here to stay or here hearsay from internet smarks? I don't know, Holland. Um, it's kind of, uh, I think it's more if it's true, it kind of sucks because Cena's on a different show now, so he just buried him on the way out. Um, I don't really read too much into that, and I I don't know. I think I think if Baron Corbin is supposed to be a shitty heel. And we want to see shitty things happen to the shitty heel. And he lost his money in the bank, and then he lost to John Cena in 10 minutes. I don't think it gets much shittier than that. So, Baron Corbin, we'll see. We'll see what's going to happen. I'm going to say it's To be fair, his attitude cannot get much worse. Oh, no. So, it's like, it didn't really do much for his character, because he's he's already a shithead. Yeah. So... Wendell asks, I believe, yeah, who are your final four in the May Young Classic? Now, it's it's hard because I I, I know I already know, so it's gonna be hard for me Same. to like. It's gonna be hard for me to even predict this. So I'm just gonna skip this question, Holland. Yeah, just I, because like, that's a fair one to skip it because we both already know. Yeah, um, the tournament, uh, the first four episodes are going to be on demand on Monday. Very exciting. I haven't decided how we're going to cover it yet. Um, I have reached out to Courtney, so maybe we'll uh, figure that out together as a triple threat. Marianne is completely silent. Oh, no, I was listening to you. Oh, I swear to God. that was the end. That was the end of it. The uh, end of all of it. <laughs> Calvin asks, can we see a Kari Asuka program in the future? Sure. I think that would be great. I think that'd be best for business. And uh, should WWE put Shinsuke over gender at Backlash? And if not, how b- badly would that hurt him? <sighs> I I think they should. And if if it if he doesn't win, I think it will hurt him only slightly because Shinsuke is super over. So, and I don't think he's super over. And I feel like Jinder without the title, what the fuck are they going to do with him? Yeah. I think that I feel like he'll just end up getting fired again. Yeah. So I, I don't know. And then his last question is 205 Live, the beginning of the end for Enzo. I feel like a long time ago I said they should put Enzo on 205 Live. So I'm for this. Apparently, as you said earlier, Enzo is not for this. 
Yeah, and he was not so subtle about it. He was like, I did everything I could and I still weigh 206. Like, he's like, I wait. He's like being like really loud about being 206. <laughs> it's like, you shithead. You're just intimidated because all of the people on 205 Live are previous, have previous wrestling like experience and you fucking don't. I mean, here's what I'm going to say. Does Enzo even wrestle? He just gets launched across the ring. Like, I don't think I've ever seen him actually wrestle. Well, here he's being thrown in the fire with some of the best now. And he, here's what I'm going to say. Maybe this will be good for him. Maybe he will have good matches with these people. Maybe they will teach him something. I'm just saying. Let's look Take at this. Take him under your wing, Noam Dar. And, like anyone. Any one of those guys. Could you imagine Matt wrestling machine Enzo Amore with his coach, the legal eagle Drew Gulak? Holy shit. That is the greatest thing I've ever didn't think of until just now. Oh, my God. That sounds brilliant. I mean, that could be fun. Who knows? On so many levels. I love that so much. Holland asks, losing big cast to a torn ACL. Ugh. Which is just so... You know what? If we didn't do this big cast Enzo thing, then they wouldn't be fighting, and this never would have happened. But whatever. Ugh. Big cast tore his ACL in a match with Enzo. Uh, does it hurt Enzo's character development? Well, they sent him to 205 Live, so I don't really know. I feel like it hurts Cass's momentum, whatever fucking momentum yes, he even had. I think that's more I so. I feel like he's he's like out, and then people will forget about him. Like, I'm not even shitting you. I feel like people are just going to forget that he existed. So Jim asks, Bola, what's your final three, and who do you have winning it? Um, now... Marianne, we could do this now, or we could wait till... When are you leaving next week? Thursday. Are you... So we're not recording, is what you're telling me? Um, we... Could we record if I was driving down at the same time? Like, would that be possible? Like you would call me, and we would record that way? I, I mean, we could. We could do that, so, but... um. Okay, so let's let, uh, let's put a pin in that and let's just do the let's do our bola predictions now. You'll have to remind me what the card is because I'm just too distracted by the fact that I get to see Dan Barry again and I love Dan Barry. All right, here you go. Are you ready? Yes. Brian Cage versus Desmond Xavier. Joey Janela versus Sammy Guevara. Ray Phoenix versus Ray Horace. Donovan Dijak versus Trevor Lee. Flash Morgan Webster versus Marty Skrull. Jeff Cobb versus Sammy Callahan. Matt Seidel versus Penta L0M. Matthew Riddle versus Michael Elgin. Fuck, that match is going to be great. Actually, I've seen that match before, and it was great. Confirmed greatness. Uh, Jonah Rock (laughs) versus Zack Sabre Jr. Mark Haskins versus Travis Banks. Flamita versus Ricochet. And Keith Lee versus Volta. If the ring doesn't break, I'm going to be shocked for that match. So let me just see here. All right, you you want my prediction here, huh? I feel like I feel like Matt Riddle's gonna be in the final three. Okay, I'm looking here. So Scroll won last year, and the year before that, Zack Saber Jr. won, and the year before that, Ricochet won. Okay. Um. All right, my final three. This is my prediction. Oh boy, <sighs> I think Keith Lee will be one of them. That's what I was thinking too, because he like like came in and like immediately just like hit the ground running. Now, my only problem with that is, and I'll just even say it right now, I think the semifinal match will be Keith Keith Lee versus Zack Sabre Jr. But we all we also know that the brackets they put out in um I'm sorry, the brackets they put out on Wikipedia are not the brackets that they will get. So, it's kind of hard to predict. I'll just say my final my final three will be Keith Lee <sighs> Keith Lee 
Sammy Guevara and Matt Riddle. So you agree with me on the Matt Riddle thing? Yes. I think it's interesting that Chuck Taylor's not in it. He again. doesn't have to be in it because he's the champion. Yeah, but Zack Sabre Jr. was in it last year and he was the champion. Very true. That's what I was thinking. And I'm like, I don't mind because I get to see Chuck Taylor wrestle all the time. And I'm totally fine, like, just being around him. Be- breathing the same air as Chuck Taylor is, like, an honor. Um, I love him. Uh, why did you not press the button? Sorry. Um, Chuck Taylor. You just made the list. Uh, he didn't just make the list. He is my list. All um, right. Final three. <laughs> final th- my, my final three, I want to say definitely Matt Riddle. Okay. Um, I, w- I feel like it could only really be people who have been in PWG for longer than two shows so matt riddle would fit that a lot of people keith lee would fit that sammy guevara would not yes i just always like to throw in a person that is random little shithead i love sammy Uh, guevara my god finally he is such a little brat yeah um i feel like i feel like trevor lee came really close last year he did but i feel like he hasn't has he really been a been around a lot yeah trevor lee is like in almost every i think trevor lee has been at every show every pwg show i've been to fair enough i mean he could win this thing because i think he almost won last year he did it was it was trevor lee osprey and squirrel yeah which i think is i don't know yeah i feel like trevor lee will make it pretty far because he made it so far last year and he's just a constant powerhouse yeah and we and it's it's tough to kind of stick with the final the go to the final three because PWG is a promotion which I kind of really like this about them they don't have storylines really um, I think it would be kind of interesting to see Marty Skrull go against Zack Saber Jr. because they have that whole alliance thing going on that um, could very well happen yeah because I don't that's like the closest thing to any kind of plot line that they have. Um, other than I feel like a story in general just appears out of Chuck Taylor being the champion, and I still can't believe that that's a thing. But yeah, I feel like I feel like that would be. The, I I could pick the final two being Keith Lee and Matt Riddle, but I I want to say if I had to pick a third person, it would be Trevor Lee probably. All right. Yeah. Sounds good. I think that's all the questions we have. Yep, that's everything. And uh, did we get anything on Twitter? No, probably not. Um. I'm checking right now. Somebody retweeted it but didn't fucking ask a question. Thanks a lot, Betty. Um, No, we didn't. Okay, that's fine. We're done then. Yeah. We're done here. So you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter, Tornado Tag Radio. You can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice, and you can follow Marianne on Twitter. I forgot to mention that Tim Don's beat uh, Fred Yehi in a match. Great. He did. I heard it was a very good match. Good for him. He did it. Of course it, it was, because Tim Don's. I don't, I don't marry, like, bad match people please um it was also tim donst day on the 22nd you can follow marianne on twitter sailor moonsault i tweet about tim donst a lot subscribe to us on itunes and stitcher just search tornado tag radio rate and review us as well and also subscribe to us on soundcloud soundcloud.com slash the notlg shout out to finally north they do our music soundcloud.com slash finally north or finally north.com Head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com and buy one of our Tornado Tag Radio shirts. Um, support Tornado Tag Radio and all the other podcasts on the Night of the Living Geeks Network. Become a Patreon, patreon.com slash notlg. I would also like to point out that uh, 
next week I will not be at Bola, but I will be in and about the area. I will be at Long Beach Comic Con with Ernesto and a couple of other people from NOTLG. We are going to be doing some giveaways. Um, we have. If a- you want live tweets from Bola, follow me on Twitter because I will be live tweeting Bola. Yes, there you go, and. Um, John will be live tweeting interesting stuff from Long Beach Comic Con. So, yeah, just do yeah. that. Am I Beneficial mean, all around. Yes, it is. It should be a, a big weekend for us. The biggest of weekends. The biggest of weekends. So that is it for us this week. Join us again next week, maybe. We'll see. Hopefully. Um, hopefully. Fingers crossed, everyone. If not, um, we'll see you the week after that with Bola Recap. And uh, there's only one thing left to do. So, Marianne, if you... Ring the bell. This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit NLTLG.com.